There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hello, it's David here, and this is a special edition of the Leader Podcast featuring the Evening Standard's exclusive interview with the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. To make sure you don't miss interviews like this or our regular news commentary and analysis, hit the subscribe or follow button on your podcast provider. We'll be with you every day at 4pm. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. Hi, I'm David Marsland. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex have given the Evening Standard an exclusive interview where they mark the start of Black History Month with a call for Britain to grasp an opportunity for change. We've been working with them to compile a list of 20 next-gen trailblazers who are people being recognised for challenging prejudice and their positive contribution to British society. Harry and Meghan spoke to Abianka McConey over Zoom from their new home in Santa Barbara, California. There's additional questioning by Lizzie Edmonds and an unexpected appearance from Meghan's dog. Why have you decided to launch this project? We've all decided to come together and do it. I mean, truth be told, and I was in the UK for um, a few years until we moved back here, I didn't realise that there was a Black History Month in, in Britain. And so to have that brought to our attention was really exciting, um, I think, from a standpoint of everything that's going on in the world, but mostly just because it's about celebrating community. And really, if you're celebrating all of the individuals who are making an incredible impact within our community, then what it does is just really broaden the, the list of role models for young British people and people abroad, black or white, or any other color for that matter. You can only be what you can see. You know, the UK is incredibly diverse, and London especially is one of the celebrated as one of the most diverse cities in the world. Yet if you actually get out on the streets and you actually talk to people, I think it is, it's not always as, as it doesn't feel as diverse as it actually is. And therefore now is, a, now is, the, is the best time for us to be able to use our platform to join with, uh, with your platform as well so that we can actually start a conversation and introduce people to, to, to the black community that are making a massive difference within their own communities, but across the UK uh, as a whole as well. So I think it's, 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 a, it's a month of celebration. And of course, with, with a lot of other things going on in the UK and America and around the world at the moment, there can be parallels or connections to that. But essentially for us, this is, this is very much a celebration of, of, of Black History Month. And why is the project more significant now, especially with everything that's been happening with the, the Black Lives Matter movement and the protests across the globe? For me, it's awareness and, and it's education and it's teaching. I've had a, 
as a, an awakening as such of my own because I, I wasn't aware of so many of the issues and so many of the problems with, uh, within the UK, but also globally as well. I thought I did, but I didn't. And this isn't about pointing the finger. This isn't about blaming anybody. This is just about using this opportunity this month, as I said, to introduce Brits to other Brits that they might not know about or they might not have heard about. And I think the, the power of community that comes from that is absolutely vast, especially for, for, for young black men and young black girls. Well, and I think also what it does is just remind people of our shared humanity. Yeah. It's educational, but it's also really exciting just to find more people in the community that are, in, that are um, inspirational. Do you have any reflections on the Black Lives Matter movement in the UK in particular? And does being over in the States give you a different perspective on it? It's a, it's a different movement, um, I think. The impetus is from a place of recognizing equality. And if you just go back to its ground level of that, then I don't think there's anything controversial about it. You know, we had the fortune of talking to very early on this year when the Black Lives Matter was coming to a head after the murder of George Floyd. We spoke with Alicia Garza, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter. And as she could reiterate, the impetus is really just about reminding people of your worth. And I think, you know, as we've seen different iterations of it, what has been inflammatory, I think, for a lot of people is when any version of a community becomes disruptive, but when there's just peaceful protest and when there's the intention of just wanting unity and wanting the recognition of equality, then that is a beautiful thing, actually. And so, you know, while it has um, been challenging for a lot of people, certainly in having to make this reckoning of historical significance that has gotten people to the place that they are, that's uncomfortable for people. And we recognize that. It's uncomfortable for us. And, and I think when everyone just starts to own that, we push through that and focus on how do we make it different moving forward. And if we just focus on the uplift and the positivity of that while still acknowledging the past, that's how we reshape things. And that shouldn't be inflammatory at all. That should be in, that should be really exciting, actually. There's not much to add on top of that. It was so perfectly said. Right. Um, but you know, that's a hard question for us it, to answer. Yeah, by it, the there's a reason why we decided to do this with with you guys. You have the the most diverse readership across across all of the newspapers. Um, and by the looks of it here, but also from, from some of the, uh, the material that I've read, you have a diverse workforce internal to the evening standard as well, which is not the same for, for, for others. So that is something to, to be celebrated. But again, there is, um, you know, just because of that, there can be a, a bias that comes out of, out of reporting, out of society, out of, out of all corners of society. And again, that was something that, that I wasn't aware of, but um, it became very clear to me. But again, this is, for me, this is an opportunity for the people to learn, for all of us to learn. And how did you choose the list of high profile people to help you nominate the trailblazers? People that we know, people yes. that we've interacted with over the years, people that have been mentioned to us by other people. Look, you know, this, this job has a certain uniqueness about it, where we travel, we travel around the world, but we also visit all the communities, all the, Many, many communities UK. within the UK and the same names keep coming up and we, we've been really just impressed, humbled and inspired at the same time by, by these individuals, whether it's you know, Doreen Lawrence or whether it's you know, Neil Basu. These are people that are genuinely making a difference. We spoke to Ashley Banjo a few weeks ago. Um, straight after the, the, uh, the Britain's Got Talent um, situation. And you know, that in itself, I'm sure even just me talking about it will become controversial, but the reality is that 
you know, he, he and, his, and, he, and, he, and his team of guys put on the most amazing display of, what, of what, how they saw or how 20, how Sorry, 20, 20. my dog is just coming. Come on, <laughs> We had, and we had such a good chat with Ashley. He was, you know, he was, he was really strong. He was, you know, he felt he felt great about it. But at the same time, he was, he was, he was concerned because of the reaction. And again, it's not about pointing the finger. It's not about blame. And I'll be the first person to say that this again is about learning, learning what our part is in all this and how we can make it better. When you happen to look at some of the names that um, the people from our list that we know, some of the people that they suggested is really exciting. So for example, Miss Anne had chosen someone who created the black curriculum. And when you start to look at history books and what we're taught, to see it through a different lens, or at least see it through a diverse lens will help shape how children understand where they come from and then to know better where they're going. This is a cause that's close to your heart, um, along with many other charitable causes here in Britain. Is it difficult not being able to be in the UK at the moment to directly be involved in them? Well, you know, I think with COVID, my goodness, everyone has gotten accustomed to what it means to be distanced, right? And so the impact of that, whether it's across the pond or it's across town, you're still for the most part, through a computer screen. So I think we've all had to adapt to how we can have the most impact and influence as possible within the constraints of what's happened with um, COVID-19. So yeah, everything's been through, through video. Everything's been in, in a room somewhere. Yes. So actually it doesn't matter where in the world uh, that we've been, we've, you know, we've, we've stayed in touch and we've supported uh, the organizations that we've been affiliated with as much as humanly possible. You know, like all of you, we're doing the best that we can and um, and hoping that, you know, our passion and our commitment is still felt um, because it certainly hasn't wavered. And that's the leader. The full video of that interview is online at standard.co.uk. You can also learn more about our Black History Month next-gen trailblazers, including that full list of the 20 people on it. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.